Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Voices of Social Change. My name is Josh Shookman, and this is the podcast where we share the stories of social entrepreneurs and the movements they create. So whether you're an aspiring change agent or a cause-based leader, this is the podcast dedicated to you, where we get you the resources and the tools you need to create business that makes a dollar and a difference. Hey again, and welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Real quick, before we break into our interview, just want to highlight, if you're not already a part of the community at Social Change Nation, please come join us there. It's Social Change Nation that puts on this podcast, and this podcast really represents the heart of Social Change Nation, our our heartbeat of our movement is really this podcast where we share these stories. But our overall goal is to build a community of social entrepreneurs and change agents. That's what we're all about at Social Change Nation. And we want you to become a part of that. This movement is really your movement. And we want you to become engaged and to join these stories, to comment on these podcasts, to keep up with us. And the best way to do that is to run to socialchangenation.com. And you can link up with us, sign up. I will send you a newsletter. We do that two times a month. Uh, We certainly don't inundate you with, with things up here but we do try to keep you up to date in terms of what's going on with cause-based business, social entrepreneurship, and keep that conversation going and make sure we get you the tools and the resources you need as you're either building your movement or working toward building your movement. As a bonus, when you sign on as well, uh, we will give you a totally free gift, a guide we've created, the 10 keys to building a successful cause-based business. These are lessons we've learned interviewing social entrepreneurs from all over the world. Again, that's yours for free. I just sign on and we don't inundate you. It's just a matter of signing on. It allows us to keep you up to date in terms of what's going on in the Social Change Nation community and what's going on with this podcast at at Voices of Social Change. Also allows you, by the way, to join the conversation. We do this podcast as a conversational component. We want you to be a part of it. We want you to come in and comment on the podcast we do and let us know if there are other movement leaders that you think we should interview. If you would like to be interviewed, we would love to share your story. Again, this is a community. Everything that we do at Voices of Social Change with the podcast and at Social Change Nation, again, our website, socialchangenation.com, everything we do is designed, dedicated to building that community. And so we want you to become a part of it. Easiest way to do that is run to socialchangenation.com and you'll see how to link up with us. Also, you can see all of our old podcast episodes, listen in to any topics that interest you and, and feel free to comment and again, join that conversation. So we'd love to have you as part of that. Okay, without further ado, let's go ahead and tune in for today's interview. Hello, Change Nation, and welcome to the Social Biz Showcase podcast, podcasted proudly from the Kansas City Startup Village today. I am really, really stoked to bring you today's guest. We have a really terrific perspective on a theme that I've really wanted to hang out with for a while on sustainable fashion. 
I have today David Dietz, and David is the founder of Motivanti, and I'm going to read just a little bit uh, to you about David and their work at Motivanti because I think his mission and his story is real cool. So let me read you a little bit, and then I'll let David take it away and, and unpack this a bit more. Just a quick bit about David. In the fall of 2011, he returned from the Middle East where he was covering the revolutions unfolding there. So he had a background in journalism and Middle Eastern politics and had never imagined he'd work in fashion. But David saw a need to join another movement, the Sustainable Fashion Revolution, passion to use business to create social good and an opportunity to solve the immense problems facing the fashion industry are the driving forces behind Motivanti. Motivanti is a fashion company and a movement. No longer do you have to choose between looking good and being environmentally and socially aware. At Motivanti, their amazing designers ensure that you can look good, feel good, and do good in what you wear. They're committed to social enterprise and believe passionately that profit and progress should go hand in hand. And they believe in the power of our generation to change the world through sustainable fashion. And folks, I just wanted to read that to you because I, I mentioned to David offline before we connected. I think that is just one of the most powerful missions and best description for really what we're about in this generation that I'd ever heard. So I just wanted to read that word for word. But David, thank you for that. I want to give you the mic now. And why don't you tell us a little bit about your own personal story because we do want to get to know you and then talk to us a bit more about Motivanti than I just did. Terrific stuff, and, and I'm looking really forward to unpacking kind of the mechanics of what y'all are up to at Motivanti, because just looking through your website and what I've gotten to know, you're doing some really incredible stuff there, and I think just a model for a lot of other companies in this space. Before we break into that, though, I always like to start out uh, the Social Biz Showcase podcast with uh, just hearing from you about an inspirational quote or, or mantra you have that you'd say drives what you do personally. I read the mission of Motivanti, but what, what about you, David? Is there a quote that really sticks out in your mind that just keeps you going?
Yeah, and I love that not only do you believe that personally, but it's real clear from your website that you weave that into everything that Motivanti is about. And it's this whole idea of a movement and trying to bring people into that movement and get them thinking in that same way. And I love that that piece of it. So why why you specifically, David? What makes this your moment? Yeah, and that was one part I really loved was this idea of a, a revolution where you kind of, I had never seen that before, where you tied in, you know, the electric car revolution, the organic food revolution, and the sustainable fashion revolution. What would you say are the key pieces of, of that revolution? Yeah, man, I, I love that perspective and this idea of the, the, the movements having a, a leader and someone to really set the terms. And I think what's interesting, too, with, with social business is that, you know, that the social issues that we're talking about, it's not that we're not that this isn't important, but it's not that we're necessarily talking about legislating something to fix them or anything like that. But we're actually bringing people into this movement, starting conversations around the issues and getting people involved um, in ways that work for them, too. And I think that that's a huge piece is is. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. So talking a little bit more specifically, we talked kind of philosophically uh, about what goes underneath Motivanti in your work. Can you talk to us mechanically in terms of the way you work with your suppliers, the way you work with, with the customers you interact with? What are the things that distinguish Motivanti as a social venture as opposed to a traditional entrepreneurial venture? 
Yeah, yeah. And you've, you've really shared some, some tremendous insight right there for our listeners. And one of the things I always say to my listeners that I really love is as I interview people around the world, I, I really do see consistent themes develop. And you've really hit on, on two of them right there. One is building building items, building a mission that is sensitive to the different causes of your customers. I mean, you mentioned that you have those eight badges, and, and people might have different interests, might have different causes they're attached to, but they can reach out uh, to a lot of those different causes through you with the way that you tell your story, um, number one. And then the other thing that, that you've really hit on is that cause alone is, is not enough. You know, you mentioned that you you guys really, really focus on the fashion piece, and, and you have to do that. As I as I talk to a few businesses, you know, a lot of times I think there's a tendency to believe that a cause will make up for a less than stellar product, <laughs> and that doesn't work. At least I've not seen that be the case, and I think you've really highlighted that here. You still have to be focused on that, just like any other business, but it's that cause that really puts you above the fold, gets those conversations started, and makes some for some rabidly loyal customers along along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And Change Nation, I really just want to reiterate what David is saying there, because I have also interacted with several companies that have those awesome stories, but don't necessarily match that up with a product or service that is really that level of quality that it needs to be. You have to be focused on both. You have to have a stellar story that makes sense, that is transparent, that people can relate to, and also a product that is just top notch and really meets meets their needs on that end, too. You have to do both. And, and some people lose sight of that. So, yeah, I really appreciate the insight on that, David. Talk to us about the, the Give 2% component of Motivanti.
Got it. Yeah, and, and David, I, I want to stay here for just a minute because I know that this is a, a pain point for a lot of folks in my audience. And, and the reason I'm saying that is because in social business, for a lot of the, the guys that I interact with, as a central and, and for you too, as a central piece of the business, you have a social mission really baked into your mission statement. And you all have that at Motivanti, but then you guys have gone an additional step and even have a portion of your proceeds that are donated back as well, on top of all the other social connections you already have as part of your mission. And I know that's a struggle for a lot of businesses. You know, some would say, well, we have this baked into part of our mission, so it would be too much to try and do the, the giving back as well. So could you just take us there for a minute in terms of how you made that decision on around the 2% and how you saw that being an additional necessary component. Got it. And, and so you already, just in terms of the badges and your suppliers and the artisans you're working with, have some tremendous stories on that side. So what kind of added value do you see coming from the 2% side as well when your customers are interacting with you? Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you being so open with that because, like I said, I know that is something that, that a lot of social ventures kind of struggle with that question. So I think that's great insight for them as they're considering how, how much to go and, 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 you know, whether or not that's, that's fitting in with them. So yeah, really, really appreciate that and love, love the perspective there. So talking a little bit more than about the organizational structure, most of the organizations I chat with are, are for profits. Some are hybrid organizations and a lot of them are taking advantage of some new legal structures like B corporations. So can you talk to us about the structure that you all ended up choosing and how successful that's been for you? Okay. 
Terrific. Yeah, well, well, my audience knows, like I mentioned, I, I broadcast from the startup village here in Kansas City. So I live and breathe startups every day. We're, we're a community of probably about 35 startups formed around Google Fiber uh, here in Kansas City. So, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a blast. It's 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 crazy exciting. But, you know, you never know what the next day is going to bring. So that makes makes some of those things pretty tough. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What? What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so, now I didn't know New York had the B Corp legislation, so that's that's good to know too. Or are you? Or, okay, they do because I know some have pursued it. You know, you can pursue it in a different state even if you're not there. So that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. I'm trying to nail them down for an interview. I'm <laughs> have it on the books sometime, but we'll we'll get them we'll get them on before too long too. Well, great stuff. So, talk to me then. Coming back to the the organization, talk to me about the success of Motivanti. You know, in, in its entire trajectory, the success that you're most proud of. Got it. And, and how how do you measure success at Motivanti? Yeah. Well, I, I love that you mentioned Timberland. That's an organization that has a special place in my heart. Uh, right out of high school, I did an AmeriCorps program called City Year. And you're talking several thousand folks across the nation. And Timberland supplied us with our entire uniform and, and really linked up with our organization in some very powerful ways. So love those guys.
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love this element of, you know, linking your brand has a story and and that's a story of, you know, in one way, at least social responsibility. And I think it's a story that, you know, I know Timberland has that story as a piece of their brand as well. And so it's it's interesting to me that, you know, I think you'll find those linkages with a lot of the businesses you're looking to partner with. And that's not something, by the way, that a lot of other organizations that would look to partner with them would have. So that's that's a really unique piece here. And, and I think another message that you're you're sharing with my audience is, you know, using this cause-based story, first and foremost, has to be something you're genuine about and that is near and dear to your heart, which which we can see. But additionally, then, once that's the case, then you can use that story as a way to find linkages and kind of put you above the fold in terms of partnerships that you'd be looking to create. Right. Yeah, and I think another piece there, and you hit on it as kind of the third piece that you all measure success on, are these these stories, the, the stories of the organizations that you'll be able to help. Our generation, it's, it's pretty well known, a lot of research has shown this, we really place a huge piece of value on being part of something larger than ourselves. And so... I think now, as a lot of these organizations will look to partner with you, those those stories will become very important. And I think that's something, too, that distinguishes social enterprise from a traditional enterprise is a central piece of how we measure success are those stories, are uh, the extent to which we're able to become a part of those other causes. And and that's a really important distinction and, and one that I think consumers will continue to demand more and more and that potential partners will continue to demand as well. So it sounds like you guys are nailing that on all fronts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we've talked about a lot of successes and how you how you measure those successes. But every organization has its share of successes and its share of setbacks. So can you take us to a particular example of a setback that sticks out in your mind uh, with the growth of Motivanti and how you all recovered from that?
Gotcha. <laughs> so moral of the story, when social business gets you down, throw a little champagne in the mix. <laughs> yeah, great, great stuff. Yeah. Well, and you've hit on another key point here I think is really important to highlight is this idea of social proof. I know I've run into that uh, with Social Change Nation in terms of linking up on interviews. When I first started out and didn't even have a website, it, it was obviously a lot more difficult. But now that I have a website, showcase some interviews of the people that I've interviewed and can talk about some of the people I've interviewed, that gets me in the door at a lot of places. And in the same way, you know, having those brands on your website, showing people some of that social proof, kind of getting that snowball rolling, so to speak, is is a Big, big piece. And, and also, I think keeping that in the back of your mind helps you get through some of the setbacks, help you, helps you get through some of those no's, knowing that the yeses are just around the corner and that each yes is going to bring you closer and closer and closer to a, a bigger goal um, or a bigger connection. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what would you say are the unique advantages of running a social business versus a traditional business? Yeah, yeah. And and you mentioned several times on your website talking about Motivanti as a movement. And I think that's so key to what you're talking about here is this idea that it is a movement. It's it's something again, we can become something part of become part of something larger than ourselves. And that's that's a just strikes a huge chord, I think, with a lot of millennials, a lot of folks in our generation. So yeah, big big piece there. And huge advantage that a social business has. Yeah. 
What, what about unique disadvantages compared to a traditional traditional business? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's another theme I've I've heard time and time again. I think you're exactly right. Is that it is tougher. We have to be more judicious, more selective in terms of the the people that we partner with. I, I know that's something that's even been true for me in terms of who I interview. I, I at least you know have to be somewhat thoughtful about what that might mean later on down the road and who I'm connecting with, and I have to get to know them fairly well. And and you know that's true to an even higher level for you all because it's just such a deep level of knowledge that you need to know about your suppliers to be able to stand by them. And yeah, that's, that's an important point, but I think something that is, is well worth it in the end and that ties back to that, that story that we're able to tell and, and, and put ourselves above the fold. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a really important point, too. I mean, certainly traditional business can be honest and transparent, and a lot of them are. But a social business, that's really the core of who we are. And and the core of our story is is that openness, that transparency and admitting when you've made a mistake and what you're going to do to fix it uh, are key hallmarks that I've seen with any any business I've ever interviewed or interacted with in the, in the social enterprise space anyway. So, yeah, good stuff. Well, well, David, this has been tremendous insight here for this first section. You, you've shared just some awesome practical insight that I think will be very, very valuable and useful for my audience as they're looking at, at starting social businesses. So just appreciate your, your honesty and openness there. I know you've shared a lot of nuggets that I'll personally be <laughs> chewing on for a while in my own organization here with Social Change Nation. So just really appreciate that. So I want to just move into the last quick section here. Uh, I call it the blitz, and it's my favorite section because it gives me the chance to just throw a few quick kind of one-off questions at you to give you the chance to share some great tools and resources with my audience. So you ready to rock and roll on that? All right. Who's your hero? Yeah, yeah, love him too. He he started AmeriCorps, which was a program that had a tremendous impact on my life and and many more things, but that was definitely a personal impact to me. And his book Giving is is pretty phenomenal as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Great stuff. So, do you have a tool right now that you're just absolutely loving that you're using to grow Motivanti? Could be an online tool like an Evernote, something like that, for example. 
Gotcha. Yeah, no, Google Drive is a lifesaver for me, too. Google Calendars and a little app I'm able to link up to that to <laughs> schedule everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing stuff. Well, huge message there, folks. If you're not using a lot of the, the features that Google has, I mean, you know, this is not to promote one company over another, but honestly, <laughs> they're just tremendously helpful in terms of helping you be more efficient and, and keep keep more organized. So, yeah, great, great stuff there. So if you're not using it, take a look at it. Um, okay, so best piece of advice you've ever received? Gotcha. What's your favorite fun escape when social business gets you down? I, I love that, and and some something I miss. I'm I'm out here in Kansas. Obviously, we don't have we have some lakes, but no ocean nearby. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, great stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, and I think the the idea of shutting down from tech for just even if it's just a short period of time, even if you can't do a whole day, but just shutting down from tech for a period of time is is hugely important. We get we get too plugged in, I think. And yeah, yeah. Well last thing before I let you sign off and then say goodbye to everyone, what's the first thing everyone can do right now to start changing the world? Yeah, man, I, I love that message, and it is absolutely something that has the power to change the world. Love it. Love it. Terrific insight. Well, David, before I say goodbye and sign off, I just want to give you uh, the last seconds here, last word. Any final thoughts that you'd like to share with my audience and also let them know how to get in touch with what you're up to at Motivanti?
Yeah. Well, well, David, on, on behalf of Change Nation, I just I really want to thank you for your generosity with your time, your insight, and for just honestly bringing us right to some of your experiences and stories as you've developed Motivanti and just being really open. And, and this mentality, Change Nation, of knowing the story of what you buy, I, I, I love that. And I think that's so hugely important for what we do because stories are really the lifeblood, I think, of social business and, and, and causing people to pay attention to the stories behind what they're buying is, is, is a huge part of what we do. So, David, again, just can't thank you enough for the time, for your expertise, and what you all are up to over at Motivanti. Change Nation salutes you, and keep it real. Well, hey, thanks again for tuning in today. Remember, if you liked this interview, if you've listened this far, we want you to be a part of our community at Social Change Nation. So come over and visit us at socialchangenation.com. Sign on. We will give you a free e-guide, the 10 keys for building a successful cause-based business. These are lessons we've learned from our interviews with social entrepreneurs all over the world. We'd love to have you as a change agent in Social Change Nation. Until next time.